welcome back to Echo Video Podcast. I'm your host, Hunter. Joining me as always is Bart. Bart, how have you been? Hey, Hunter. Uh, glad to be back as always. It's pretty pretty good week. My co-op's coming to an end, so I'm just, everybody's piling all the projects on me, so I'm kind of withering away a little bit, but it's all right. Overall, what about you? How was your week? Uh, not too bad. Um, I mean, just today I picked up a PS5, so I've been saw. playing God of War Ragnarok for a bit. Um, How was it? It's Impressions? good. Honestly, though, it's literally the first game with a different story. Like, all the mechanics are very, very similar to the first. Like, not to the first God of War, but to the first, like, the PS4 God of War. Mm. First one in... Uh, so, I mean, it's good. I really like the first one, but... Like, if you're expecting, like, a little, like, like there's probably some newer mechanics. I'm only maybe two hours in, but is it? as of right now, it feels really, really similar to the first one, which is fine, but... Mm. Is it staying consistent with the, the filming technique, where it's all one continuous take? Uh, yeah, from what I've noticed, yeah. Sweet. Um, it's pretty cool. I like, um, I like all the characters and stuff. I like Thor. I've only met him once, though, and... Yeah, I heard the opening's pretty I, awesome. The opening, dude, it starts off, you're on, like, a dog sled. I won't spoil anything. Like, this isn't major spoilers or mm-hmm. anything, but I'm playing the game, and there's, like, a scene where, um, I guess, I don't, what's his name, Loki, your son, Atreyu, Atreyu or Atreus? Atreus, yeah. Atreus has, has his, uh, his wolves that he's looking after, and he's talking about, like, one wolf being sick, and I'm just like, great, I'm gonna have to watch a fucking wolf die, and then... Next thing you know, you're like, you're like, it's like sick and he's trying to feed it and it's the most heartbreaking thing. And I honestly started to cry. It just gave me like a fucking flashback to when I put my dog down and I just was like uncontrollably crying. I was like, oh my God, we're not even a fucking hour into this game yet, man. What the fuck are you doing to me? (laughs) I was like, (laughs) oh my God. Uh, shout out to the monkey episode that we recorded a couple of years ago. Uh, that same day we recorded, an hour before recording, I had oh, to put my yeah. dog down. And that, I can't, I gotta tell you, it's not a lot of fun. I can't believe you went through that recording. I remember you told us, and we're like, oh, <laughs> do you want to you take a minute? Like, it happened like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> Dude, the show must go on. Apparently. Jeez. And yeah, uh, notice how you're struggling with co op and very busy. And you still managed to record today, uh, oh, but somebody, our unnamed guest speaker, our unnamed guest speaker, who is a registered sex offender. No, okay, <laughs> <not that. laughs> it came out I today. I couldn't help myself. Actually, our unnamed guest that was supposed to be on our this episode predator. decided to cancel us on us, and now the curse of the peanut butter solution continues. Yeah, for context's sake, we've recorded this. Twice. Think, We've attempted well, to record it once more, and this is our fourth attempt at recording it. Yeah, no, we only tried Peanut Butter Solution once, but then when we did it once, we decided to move, like, we fucked it up the first time, mm. but then we went to My Friend Dahmer instead, because my thing was going to be, like, oh, we'll do My Friend Dahmer, and then we'll go right back to Peanut Butter Solution. Right. And then... Like, we fucked up the My Friend Dahmer so many times that we were. Just, I was just so discouraged to do the peanut butter solution anymore. And now we're finally here to attempt it for a final time. Uh, we're trying God to attempt us. to... It's we're exactly. going to do our very best. God help us. We're going to need it. 
Man, I remember also being so, just a quick side note, after uh, Dahmer, because the first time we recorded, fell through, because I didn't record or export properly. Second time, we did it again, recorded a full episode, and then I realized I once again did not export it and didn't save the file, and then we tried to record it again that same night, and I was so broken (laughs) that I couldn't even finish the podcast. I think we were like 10 minutes in, and I was like, Hunter, I'm going to need a minute yeah. I was disheveled, man. We had to fucking record it the next day. Yeah. We were so fucking broken from... Because we did... We did Mad God and... A couple other episodes. And then we did Peanut Butter Solution, which mm-hmm. fucked up so horribly yeah. that we decided to skip it. And then we did <laughs> My Friend Dahmer. And at that, that point, I was like, I do not want to skip any more movies. Like, we can't add more to the queue because we keep fucking them up. We are doing this movie or we're not. And so my friend Dahmer eventually made it to air, which is good. I think we only had one other fuck up, which was the suckling, and that was on me. Oh, yeah. My recording fucked up, and we had to redo that episode. Yeah, we had one good episode, I think, after Dahmer. We finally both kind of got it down, and then we did the suckling, and it fell apart again. Yeah. But ever since then, smooth sailing. So... We're finally hopefully here this, to bring the peanut butter hope, solution. Mm-hmm. Hopefully the peanut butter solution ends the curse. Hopefully finishing this once really, and for all. Really hope so. Ends so. the curse. Uh, before we get started into that, though, have you watched anything, played anything, read anything that you'd like to uh, recommend to the audience? or More so things that are upcoming and on my wish list. I haven't done a whole lot myself this week. But one thing I'm very excited about is the very short teaser trailer came out for the whale the new darren aronofsky film with uh, brendan fraser have you seen anything about that and how do you feel about it the whale all i know is that brendan fraser plays a fat guy mm-hmm. and he apparently he wore a fat suit and he's like and then you see him in interviews and you're like man i don't think he really needed the fat <laughs> suit shit. but no i've seen <laughs> i see, I saw the trailer it does look interesting yeah what was the last aronofsky film mother i think it was mother yeah I really enjoyed that. That was that was the one oof. that was the one movie I've been to where people genuinely booed at the end of it. And I was yeah. like, "What the fuck?" The whole third but, act is fucking chaos, man. I kind of get it. Yeah. It was hard to sit through. Yeah. So that was a pretty good movie. So I'm really excited for it. Well, not so excited, but I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It looks interesting to say the least. Mm-hmm. See what he does. And um. In big news, I don't know if you're a soccer fan at all. I think you've mostly made fun of soccer. <laughs> um, yeah. But World Cup's coming up. 23rd, the Dutch are playing their first match. Canada's nice. in it. I don't know, man. It's Which pretty, is surprising. Cool. That's Very surprising. surprising. They made it. Apparently, they're playing pretty well, though. I think it was 86 was the last time they were in. So That's good. Should be fun. That's good. Yeah, yeah let's, uh, I mean, go Canada, but soccer's kind of fucking stupid, so... <laughs> I'm more of a hockey guy, but that's even being said. I'm not a very big sports guy. Mm. I like female beach volleyball, <laughs> but for the ball to ball action, yes. only only so many. <laughs> I'm not gonna make that joke, but um. Anyways, what I I mean, what I've been doing, I've uh, we, we took that. Um, no, we didn't take a week off this week. This Kingdom no, of Spiders. No, we did after Halloween coming. and then we had Kingdom of Spiders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I haven't really watched a crazy, crazy amount that I would recommend. 
Um, but I've, I mean, I've been playing God of War Ragnarok, like, today, and that's really fun. I'm enjoying it. Nice. Um, Bayonetta 3 I've started playing. That's really fun, too, so I'd recommend that. Uh, that's about oh, it. And the, um, speaking of Switch, uh, the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet Pokedex both leaked. Which oh, yeah? They have these uh, Paradox Pokemons that are future and past versions of existing Pokemon. So they have, like, a Mecha Tyranitar and, like, a Primal oh, Dolphin. that sounds awesome. Yeah, it's fucking sick. They're, like, Mega Evolutions. That sounds so cool. That sounds so cool. Yeah, I was very excited to see that. Yeah, well, I've spent too much money this month. Yeah, today. So I'm, and today, yeah. <laughs> so I'm definitely not going to pick those up on launch. Fair enough. I got too much to beat and too much to watch. I guess we can oh, move into oh, the uh, oh, real quick. One more, one more thing that was absolutely amped. Uh, Studio Ghibli and Lucasfilm are doing yeah, a collaboration. Yeah, I saw that? that. That's awesome, man. I saw that. That's. I wonder what they're gonna do. Yeah, Star Wars twi- uh, tweeted about it, so I'm assuming it's a Star, Star Wars, Wars project. Yeah, I mean, I'd be surprised Probably if Visions. it isn't. Yeah, I have to say, Visions is like the only good Star Wars content since The Mandalorian season two. In my opinion, I Star Wars Visions. Seen Visions. I thought you did with the the anime. Oh one. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're all the shorts. Yeah, geez, never mind. Yeah. I lost myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even the fucking, even the one with the music recital is way better than anything that Disney's ever done. Yeah. Did you and watch know, the Tales of the Jedi? The newest one. Tales of the Jedi. No, but I've I've my brother's been talking about it, so I'm I've been thinking of checking it out. Yeah, but I've heard I've heard it's good. I've heard good things about it, but I hope they do Legends season or Visions season two, or at least a season. Like, they got a man produced one of those episodes into a season. Like, they were so fucking cool. Yeah. They all felt like such awesome pilots. Mm-hmm. And the like best part was, like, they didn't really... Some of them, especially the Studio Trigger one, didn't really give a fuck about canon. Mm. And he, like, puts a fucking... Like, makes a giant lightsaber and cuts a Star Destroyer in half. I had fucking... I Some dude was yelling at me in my old group chat because I said it was like the greatest thing, like the coolest thing ever. And he said, it's not canon. And I said, if we live in a world where Leia flies herself out of fucking sub-zero space with the force, yeah. then that, then this can be canon. This Fuck can you. Be canon, yeah. If we're going to fucking stretch but, the rules, we're going to do it for some cool yeah, shit. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So I was actually really, I thought that was going to kind of going to suck Star Wars visions, but then there was, um, there was some real fucking good ones in mm-hmm. there. I really like the blacksmith one. Yeah, that one's sick. The lightsaber blacksmith. That one was fucking awesome. The first one, stellar, of course, with the fucking lightsaber umbrella. Dope. Yeah, the the uh, black and white one. Yeah. The, and it was like fully samurai. Like, yeah, it's fucking sick. They had all the fucking hats and shit. It was awesome. And yeah, the musical one in Jabba's Palace. Wacky. That one was kind of whack. Kind of silly. It was, still, it was still better than the fucking Boba Fett. Book of Boba oh, Fett. that was a disappointing show. <laughs> Oof. I didn't and even. Then Kenobi, dude. Kenobi oh. was like jump rope. They would give you so much, like, dude, this is awesome, and then Baby Leia, and you're like, oh, yeah, please go back to the cool stuff, please. I was very disappointed. I think with Obi Wan. I don't know if my expectations were too high. I think it was also just kind of poorly done. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of there it, was, unfortunately. There was, some, there was some stuff that was cool, like the ending fight with him. Yeah. But I just think Baby Leia, with the fucking forehead, that fuck, yeah. the drive-in movie theater forehead. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here with that, man. She was like, and then I thought Jake Lloyd from episode one was a bad actor. 
Yeah. Holy fuck, were we right. fucking then, treated uh, with him, man? To chase sequences <laughs> in the forest. Oof. Oh my god, dude. And the thing is, everyone's like bashing on the prequels, like, oh, it's not good. And then Disney's and then everything praised, Disney produces yeah. somehow just makes the prequels look better. Yeah. By every day, George Lucas is laughing. Like that was his plan the whole time. <laughs> Disney's running itself into the ground. George is happy. George exactly Lucas is laughing. He's, he's laughing. Okay, that'll that'll end our Star Wars talk. I don't. I mean, yeah. I don't really know what else there is about Star Wars, but uh, we'll so, move on to the yeah. peanut butter solution. It's time. The cursed film. It's time. There's no power outages so, yet. No tempests yeah. are rolling up. No, no, nothing yet. Nothing hopefully yet. it's raining here, but yeah. hopefully nothing. But anyway, so what did you think of the movie? What did you, what are your, what are your first thoughts? Initial impressions, um, wild. It is still kind of a wild movie, um, especially after watching it now several times and still having a relatively vague idea what it's about. I think kind of, there's not really a plot really to latch onto. There's a lot of random shit that happens. It's all mostly fun, I think. It's a bit poorly paced. I don't know, that, that just goes without having a plot. That just happens. But, yeah, I don't know. Is this a very common Canadian child film to have seen? Because I didn't grow up here, right? So I, I don't know if, if this is like yeah. a... Um, like was it shown in schools or what? I've never heard of this movie until, like until this year honestly so this comes this comes out in 1985 and directed by michael Ru, rubo mm. rubio rubo i think it's rubo and it was like an inst- it, there was so the producer of the film what's the producer's name um rock <laughs> produced by rock demers and Nicole Robert, I believe the producers of the film had a film series called Tales for All, which is, which starred children and were a bunch of children's uh, children movies. This is the second movie of that. Oh. The first one, I believe, is The Dog That Ended the War. Okay. And the th- I can't remember what the other ones are, but basically this was just movies made for kids. So this has a primarily kid-focused story. Like the the adults play the secondary mm-hmm. uh, characters, and which is very noticeable in this one, as opposed to like the villain. But the kids are the uh, are the main characters, and the kids are the ones that usually save the day in the end. Right. And what I really like about this movie is that you know it, it really is for like it's one of those all like '80s movies. And it's not like about like if you watch a kids movie today, you know, they're like really fucking cheesy. They try to be really overly funny. What I like about this is a lot of '80s kids movies tend to be really really dark, mm-hmm. and like yes, they'll have their funny moments, but for the most part, they'll have like some kind of fucking scary and uncomfortable yeah. mi- moments in the movie and stuff. And it's like, oh my god, this is a kids movie, but yeah, well, this the movie, movie isn't. Opens. With, like, an alleged mass murder after a whole house full of winos is set on fire and they're all burned yeah. alive. And it's like, oh, the let's burn, go investigate. All the fucking people in the house are burning. They're yeah, still so. smoldering from the night before. <laughs> but what I like about this movie, this one isn't, like, I wouldn't say this is a necessarily scary movie. I know there was a lot of kids back in the day that were uh, scarred by it. Mm-hmm. But this was kind of like a more psychologically scary because even after we watched it i had just not like i haven't stopped thinking about this movie for a while like it kind of gets under your skin a bit Mm -hmm. with some of the music 
like when you're like some of the music's kind of honestly creepy especially when you're first introduced to the burnt house yeah like you know this like the music i'm talking about is like that slow like humming and it's kind of fucking creepy and the house itself is kind of fucking scary when they walk inside of it and they're like and then all of a sudden you see him screaming, his hair's all standing up, and you're like, what in the fuck? Yeah, it is some frightening imagery. Well, I think that <laughs> goes to what you were saying about the psychological horror more of it, and that's probably why all the children got traumatized by it, because it's just a lot of <laughs> screaming, crying. Michael, the main character, is most of the time just upset. Just the dad is kind of like bullying him a little bit for being bald. They make a huge deal out of it. Um, yeah. Like the friends all terrorize him. He gets kicked out of class. He's growing hair so fast that he's called into the principal's office, and the principal's like, three teachers have threatened to resign if you do not like go home." He's like, "No, I just mm-hmm. want to be educated." And it's like actually kind of sad and fucked up. And then he and then he fucking then he gets a dream. He has a dream where yeah. he's attacked by dogs and like pulled around by his hair with by dogs and stuff. It's fucking scary, man. It's in black and white. It is like. Then there was the, um, then he gets fucking kidnapped. And you're like, what is happening? Yeah. It feels like a fucking a, David Lynchian dream. But it, it's, That's it's, what, there is a critic, that, there is a film critic that has said that it's like David Lynch. Oh, yeah. Um, David Lynch as, or Nickelodeon as done by David Lynch, which I found find to be a pretty uh, accurate review just because this movie has such a dreamlike mm-hmm. uh, feeling to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. There's a but, oh no go ahead go oh ahead. I was just gonna say there's like a weird detachment in I don't know if it's an acting thing or just the way it was directed because it is kind of dreamlike but the, like the delivery of the lines and then the people's reactions to what they're actually saying it doesn't quite match up like what I was saying earlier when the principal is like oh three teachers are gonna resign and she's saying it with like a kind of a calm smile <laughs> on her face and everything's kind of yeah. alright and the children switch emotions so rapidly from bullying to laughing to being just Mm -hmm. singing and chasing him through the streets it's it's surreal it's very surreal it's a very weird movie um i gotta say the fucking top g of the film conrad the sam wise of this movie easy we got fucking michael the main character who's this whiny little bitch the whole time doesn't fucking just cries oh i'm bald conrad the whole time is just like man, it's okay that you're bald, like, that's cool, and he's, like, looking out for him the whole time, mm-hmm. he's looking out for everybody, the father's fucking, like, the, like, when you're first introduced to Conrad, he kind of comes into the house for breakfast, yeah. and he's, like, eating their grapes, and the dad's, like, oh, I see you've invited yourself in, and he's, like, oh, it's, like, yeah, I'm just having some of these grapes, if that's okay, and the dad's, like, oh, you're already eating them, like, the dad's <laughs> being a huge dick to him for no reason, and you're like, what is happening? The same <laughs> like, thing the next day when Conrad comes in. And I think he's like, oh, is it okay if I come early and have some breakfast? And the dad's like, oh, the, the parasite is back. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. You now, in all fairness, the dad child. does apologize for his behavior. He's like, I feel like I've been cold to you, so I'm apologizing. <sighs> which is which is kind of funny, but yeah. it's like, buddy, what is what has this kid done to you that you hate him so much? <laughs> like, Jeez, man. And I, I love... And I'm confused by Conrad's whole subplot where... Actually, I suppose we should introduce the peanut butter solution first. How that even... Yeah, I guess we should yeah. kind of do a plot crunch. Uh, so I'll do a, I'll do a really quick plot crunch of the movie. 
basically there's this kid michael he's living with his dad his mom's away in australia he's got his buddy conrad they walk to school one day there's been a fire it's burned down some old building and they go they walk by it on their way home from school conrad warns michael countless times not to go in it like don't go Mm -hmm. in it don't go in it michael goes in it anyways and he gets sees something we're not sure what it is it's presumed to be the burnt bodies of two homeless people that were squatting in it Mm -hmm. and then basically so he gets so scared he passes out his hair is all standing up and then he goes home he falls asleep they don't know what's wrong and then all of his hair has fallen out and he's been contra- uh, he's been diagnosed with a disease called harem scarum <laughs> where he's been scared so badly all his hair fell out okay and they don't really know how it grows back and then as we've said earlier he gets picked on at school a bunch and then he the two ghosts of the homeless people uh, find him and they tell him about this they decide to help him and tell him about this recipe the peanut butter solution and this is like 40 minutes into the movie i think the first oh time yeah it's mentioned. Like, this it's like is halfway a, done a, already <laughs> good chunk into the movie yeah. and what is the recipe it's some old lady he's like oh this is the recipe for his i just want to see what it is mm-hmm. it is uh, well it's obviously a scoop of peanut butter but that's like has nothing to do with it um because Okay, here, I got it. You got it? Okay, cool. So, the recipe is one really ripe banana, five dead flies, one rotten egg, three licorice leaves, a fistful of kitty litter, three Connie crisps, three Crosby crackers, nine spoons of soil glass by Pepper Fizz, and a spoonful of peanut butter. And the peanut butter is to make it all stick. Yeah. And then he puts it, so then unbelievably he puts he's told do not use too much peanut butter so he makes it and the concoction is too runny so he's like okay i gotta add more more peanut peanut butter butter. to make it stick so then he puts too much of it on then all of a sudden his hair is growing like crazy he's growing hair fucking fucking 20 feet of hair he's like oh my god and then all of a sudden, everyone's kind of like, oh, you can't go anywhere. Like, nobody likes him because his hair is growing and it's distracting. So then he, I think he decides to run away or he goes to school and the wind blows him away. And then his art teacher kidnaps him and then he disappears. And then you figure out that the art teacher has a child sweatshop. Yeah, it takes a filled complete with, U-turn. This is the last 20 with minutes kidnapped of the children. And they're all cutting Michael's hair to make magic paintbrushes and make, I would assume, sweaters and coats, yeah, I would imagine. They have him comatose in a yogurt coma. And then they have, like, his hair on a conveyor belt because it's growing so yeah. rapidly. So there are, like, 20 children missing from the same school, which nobody bats an eye at. Mm-hmm. But they're all working, cutting Michael's hair, making it into paintbrushes. And the monsieur is like, if you don't make 500 a day, you won't get any food. Yeah, you don't. If we <laughs> don't, don't make eat. 500. The line is, we have to make 500 brushes a day or we don't eat. <laughs> and there's like children like reaching through bars at him to let him out. And he's like, if you don't stop yelling, I'll put you in the net. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck is the net, buddy? <laughs> he's got and like he's, trip wires up around the place. He's got like this creepy like spider web of invisible wires that all hook up to this giant ring on his finger. He's got a giant dartboard and a dog. 
The senor is a fucking He's creepy absolutely dude. Absolutely insane. And somehow he found out that Michael's hair is magical. So he wants to make those paintbrushes so he can make very real paintings because he, he hates imagination. That's been his like his defining character trait. So he wants everything to be as real as possible. So it's like basically you paint with it and it's like a photo. Yeah. So that's what he is his long life dream is. Jeez, man, there's there's so much wacky shit. Oh yes, the Conrad thing that I want to talk about. Yeah. Conrad also gets his hands on the peanut butter solution through Michael and immediately just fucking, you don't get to see this, obviously. He puts it on his <laughs> dick and it's like, what the <laughs> fuck? And then the greatest shot in the whole movie is they're walking home and the actor that plays Conrad has like this fucking 10 foot long strand of hair running out from the bottom of his pants. He's tripping and you're on like, it. what the fuck? Yeah. And these are like, I don't know, twelve year old actors. It's weird. Oh yeah, they're weird. little they're ass kids, man. Fish. It's fucking weird. So weird. It's whack. So weird. And because there's like twenty minutes left in the movie, and the whole plot has to come to an absurd end, the everybody just, I don't know. The, the, they get Moshe. They kind of escape from him, and Michael convinces Moshe that he wants to be his son. And no, that's Connor. You're 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 missing so, so. Oh yeah, Connor. Yeah, 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 right. The yeah. end of the movie, Connor. The oh yeah, because he G, takes the, over completely. Because Michael isn't even a part of the movie anymore. So there, yeah. So when Michael yeah. gets kidnapped, he disappears, and then Michael's sister and Conrad are kind of in the search to find him. Mm-hmm. And then their dad has uh, Michael's dad has broken all his paintbrushes, so they go to buy him a present. The sister and and the son, they realize that the like when they go, they hear of this magic paintbrush that's really good. They find the lead that it's that the paintbrush is Michael's hair. They wait for the guy to come sell it who's driving a red van. And he shows up and he's like, then Conrad jumps in the back of his van and dun- and puts like a funnel outside of the back yeah. of the door and dumps an entire bag of sugar, which leaves a sugar trail for the girl, t- for Michael's sister to follow on her bike. But then, Which is I I thought that was kind of fun for a for a kids movie. I honestly thought that was kind of fun, hmm. it, fun way of following. But at the same time, who the fuck else drives a red van? Like yeah. you're not losing that. You're not losing that thing unless you're a fucking idiot. You're not losing it. And the street sweeper comes by, yeah. so she loses the trail, and then a few days later finds it again, and it it's talks perfectly... directly to the camera. Yeah. <laughs> like. There's no subtlety about it. She looks right at the camera and goes, "My sugar, I found it." Like, it's like, "Oh, well, thanks for letting us know." Like, what else could that have been? Yeah, it's it's very helpful. But see, why didn't they just both get in the truck? Because at the end, Conroy, like Monsieur, opens the truck and Conroy's like, "Oh shit, you got me." Why didn't they both get in the truck and just get out like a minute earlier? Yeah, I don't know. Well, but that's... honestly, I like the sugar plot. It's fun. I thought the sugar was kind of fun for a kid's movie. And then I do think they could have found a way to find it, like to find it without just having her randomly stumble across it. Mm. And then, um, so then Conrad gets kidnapped and he's in there. So then Conrad, the top G fucking shows up and he's like immediately thinking of kidnapping plans Michael's sitting there, he's giving up hope, he's all whiny and complaining, like, yeah, I've been kidnapped, uh. and then Conrad gets caught, 
and he puts him in this fucking net, and he's like spinning him around. Yeah. <laughs> and then Conrad's like, "I'll be your son, Senor. Like I want to be your son." And then the Senor, which is the uh, art teacher, mm-hmm. the Senor's like, "I can't have children, but I'll I'll think of your offer." And then it's so fucking weird. Basically, the one part that was kind of creepy was at the very end of the movie when all the kids are escaping. Mm-hmm. Fucking all this chaos is happening. People are running across tables. Kids are running everywhere. The senor is bald. And then fucking he puts like a giant net over all the children and is like running around them with a rope. And it's like, yeah. what in the fuck it's is happening? AT, AT snow speeder thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the Crazy. senor lost his hair because I... I thought Conroy convinced him that he was like, "I'll be your son." No, because I yeah, thought that Conrad, he then got Con, him. To, no, Conrad yeah. convinces convinces him to be his son, and yeah, then okay. the and then I guess as like a treat, the Senor draws a painting. Yeah, and of the Conrad house that says Michael like, went to. "Hey, like he says, hey my son, what do you want to see?" And he goes, "Oh, I want to see Michael's fright." Mm. And he goes, "Okay." So then he paints the picture of the burnt house. Which is, I thought this was kind of clever too. Like mm. this was kind of, I thought this was kind of a fun idea to kind of paint the fright, and then he convinces the guy to walk up into the the senor to walk up into the burnt house, and then he witnesses Michael's fright, falls down. They throw him into the bathroom, and then Conrad convince like Conrad releases Michael and says like, "Oh, your hair is gonna stop. Like your hair will stop growing because the fright's been passed on to someone else." And then, yeah. then the then the senor comes out of the bathroom, and all hell breaks loose. And they eventually kind of find a way to uh, escape. And then the sis, and then the dad fucking and the they open the door, and then Michael's dad and the cops show up, and it's like get the fucking hell in jail, man. Yeah. And then it just kind of abruptly ends. Very. <laughs> oh no! Then his mom shows up at the oh, end, yeah, and then uh, Celine Dion's. Yeah, and the dad does playing. not even mention that. <laughs> fucking michael was kidnapped the mom just comes oh like, dude oh. you wouldn't say that if you were the dad <laughs> no, and your kid got kidnapped while your wife was away i'd be keeping that shit Keep under that wraps yourself, man, man. <laughs> nobody needs to know you might read about it in the papers though that'd be awkward but exactly <laughs> i oh, remember man. um at summer camp one of uh my one of my uh mom's friends kids at summer camp they were like they burnt themselves and had like a huge blister and the what did they say the they they didn't really mention it but then the daughter said something like like what did she say she said like she grabbed something and she got really badly burnt but the summer camp didn't report it oh damn so they got in a lot of trouble for that i just thought that was kind of funny like oh we're not gonna tell anything and they gave her like a badge like a bravery badge (laughs) for not saying anything yeah they bribed her to not say that there was a fucking accident at the camp keep this shit to yourself lucy nobody needs to keep this fucking (laughs) don't kill your brother talk about this (laughs) the peanut butter solution believe it or not is not rubbing your dick with peanut butter and having a dog lick it off oh, so thank no. god for that bart you have a story unfortunately about that, don't you? this uh just broke into the headlines here unfortunately a few days ago um one of the old head chefs that i used to work with it was pretty well confirmed that he fucked his dogs and that he would also <laughs> take peanut butter on his whatnot you know and proceed oh. as, as that goes <laughs> 
And he is no longer allowed to guest host on this show anymore. No, no, he will not be coming on. <laughs> oh my god. We man, had him booked. Fucking... We had him booked. We had the dog <laughs> fucker booked. booked but then booked. he got you know what? The charges came up and we couldn't do it anymore. And then he had to get escorted <laughs> off the premises. This is not even part of the bit. He did get to get escorted off the premises because he had um threatened to kidnap one of the servers' son because oh they weren't god. being nice to him. In for a dime and for a dollar, <laughs> yeah, I man. guess. That's what he fucking thought. I mean, if you're going to go for what it, a, I guess go off. Holy shit. What a fucking freak. Oh that's like, like, we're joking around, but that's fucking not funny at all. No, that's absolutely <laughs> that's fucking horrible, man. Up. Yeah, man. So upsetting. So upset. So the fact that we came to watch this movie now is in itself a curse <laughs> because I now I'm reminded of this. But, oh, the timing. It, it could not have been worse. The horrible timing. The horrible timing. The fucking guy that assaulted his dog. What a fucking freak. Oh my god. Poor thing. On that note, um, what do you what do you think of this movie? Honestly, I think it's fun. I once they kind of get running with it. Once the peanut butter solution part of it starts, like the the last forty minutes, it's a lot of fun. I like Michael and Conrad. They've got good chemistry. The dad's fun and over the top. It's just a good, mm-hmm. unconventional 80s kind of kids coming of age yeah. horror movie that you wouldn't really get out of E.T. It's not playing it super safe, which is kind of fun, I guess. What about you? Yeah, I agree. I think this is just a really fun movie from the 80s. I mean, especially if you're a kid. Like, if I watched this as a kid, I probably would have been, like, horrified f- from it. But I probably would have loved it in yeah. my later years of, of watching it. I definitely would have liked it more, but... I do think this is good, and, and and if you do have kids, definitely show it to them. I mean, They'll this movie it. was basically the, just the like main <laughs> the main premise of this movie was to basically look into what scared you, and you'll probably realize that what scared you isn't as scary as you think it was. It was kind of the plot of the movie, mm. like to kind of in like what like what scares you, and then to look into it, and then maybe it won't be as scary as yeah. you think it is. That Face was kind fears. of the plot of the uh, like the general theming of the movie, which I think they did pretty well mm-hmm. uh, for the time. So I definitely think this is a good watch and definitely worth your time. I believe Severin, uh, Severin Kids re-released this movie on Blu-ray, and it's a very oh, yeah. well transfer. They have a ton of behind the scenes and interviews with the producer who goes like really far into depth on the making and stuff which I found very, very interesting. Yeah, I'll have to look into that. That sounds really cool. be interesting to see what the, the behind-the-scenes process here was, mm-hmm. what it was yeah, like. Yeah, for sure. And, yeah, that's kind of all I really have to say about the peanut butter solution. Mm-hmm. Go check it out for a, for a fun time. And Definitely. Don't use too much. <laughs> don't use put it on your head nowhere else don't use the peanut butter solution on your dick don't rape your dogs don't put too much peanut butter on your head that's the moral of the episode today yeah so a fun <laughs> episode for you guys today um i uh, can't what the fuck we didn't really discuss what we were talking about next week oh yeah next so week. we have to deal with that right now do we have orca uh yeah we can talk about orca sure orca let's is. do that uh, what year was that from? Seventy-seven. Seventy-seven. Good year. I don't know. I don't know if it was seventy-seven. Oh. Though, don't take my word on that. 
Or yeah, it was seventy-seven. Hey, hey. Okay, yeah. So next week we're talking about the Jaws clone Orca <laughs> from nineteen seventy-seven. It's a shot-for-shot shot remake of Jaws for the long time. <laughs> exactly. So hopefully it's good. Uh, I have no idea what to expect from it. I've honestly never heard of this movie until I saw it at the video at the video store Those and I the bought best it. Kind. Cool. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of Echo Video Podcast. Thank you. And, oh, hold on. Before oh. we go, Echo Video is now available on Spotify oh, yes. and anywhere else you may get podcasts. Take it on the Just go. recently put up. Not the whole, the only the episodes I could, was able to put up, unfortunately. Our ex-co-host of the show, Sean, has a lot of the raw files that I cannot mm. have, that I don't have access to. So it is only the episodes, I believe... Um, 10 and up I think 10 and up I didn't put Mad God on there and I don't think I put my friend Dahmer on there okay Um, the only reason I didn't put Mad God oh and I didn't put Hellraiser 2022 only reason I didn't put those movies on Mad God is really really fucking rough episode and I'm not happy with it Mm. Um, I kind of a fucking stuttering fuck face the whole episode (laughs) (laughs) it's kind it's it's, it was our first attempt back and I just felt like a year and a half Lit yeah, it wasn't. A, it was a really, really rough episode, so I didn't upload that one, and I didn't upload Hell, Hellraiser 2022 because the audio on that one's very, very rough as well. Those are available on YouTube, but if you, uh, but by all means, go check them out. Go check us out on Spotify mm-hmm. and and Samsung and Amazon and all the other places you might be able to get uh, podcasts. So that would very, very help. That would help us out quite a bit. Thank you. Thanks, and everyone. finally, going to end the episode. Thank you all for listening. And join us next week on Echo Video Podcast. See you next week.